Bells of San Juan by Jackson Gregory. Chapter 24 In the Open Roderick Norton, every fiber of his body alive and eager, his blood riotous with the certain knowledge that the long-delayed hour had come, rode a foam-flecked horse into San Juan shortly after moonrise. Galloway was striking at last, at last. Might Norton lift his own hand to strike back? As he flung himself down from the saddle, he was thinking almost equally of Jim Galloway, striking the supreme blow of his career, and of Billy Norton, whose death had come to him at Galloway's command. Galloway was gathering his forces, had delivered an initial blow, was staking everything upon the one throw of the dice, and he must believe them loaded. At the clank of a spur-chain and rowel, Strove came hastily into the hallway from his office. He saw the look in the sheriff's eyes and demanded quickly, "'What is it? What's happened?' There were grim lines about Norton's mouth. His quiet voice had an ominous ring to it. "'Hell's to pay, Julius,' he retorted. "'And there's little telling where it'll end unless we're on the jump to meet it. Galloway's come out into the open. Kid Rickert and ten men with him, all Mexicans or breeds, crossed over into the next county yesterday, raided the county jail late in the afternoon, shot poor Roberts, freed Moraga, and got away in a couple of big new touring cars. Every man of them carried a rifle and sidearms. Killed Roberts, huh? Strove's frown gathered. Badly hurt, if not dead. Kid did the shooting. There it's Galloway's work, and not just the kids? Yes, only a couple of hours ago a lot of Galloway's crowd was gathering up in the mountains. They've gone to his cache for his rifles. I've sent word for Brocky Lane and his and my cowboys. Begins to look as though we're up to something bigger than we've been looking at. And he's sure of himself, Straub, or he wouldn't have started things by daylight. Virginia had heard and come into the hallway from her room, her face white, her eyes filled with trouble. Straub turned back into his room abruptly, going for his rifle. You heard? asked Norton quietly. It's the big fight at last, Virginia. But we've known it was coming all along. Yes, Rod, she said half-listedly. I'll be glad when it's all over. He sketched for her briefly what little more he knew and suspected. Throughout the county, where there was a telephone communication, the wires were buzzing. Over them the word had come to him of Kid Rickard's attack on Roberts and the freeing of Moraga. But in many places the lines were reported out of order, and towns were isolated by cut wires. Already men were riding sweating horses, carrying word from him. He knew that Del Rio had gathered a crowd of men at Las Vegas. He was certain that Del Rio was working hand in glove with Galloway. Further, that the Mexican had been with Galloway on his recent trip below the border and among the revolutionists. There's solid down there, concluded Norton. What they are up here is something big here than a dash for safety, carrying their booty with them. But we're going to be on time and put a stop to it all. I'm going down to see Engel now. Will you come with me? But before they left the hotel, he swore Strave in as a deputy and sent him hastening to carry the word to other men, to be counted on. As they passed the Casa Blanca, Norton paused a moment, looking in at the wide-open door. It was very quiet within, the place seeming deserted. "'No use looking for Galloway here,' he said as they went on, "'nor for any of his gang. But when they come back, unless we head them off.' Her hand tightened on his arm. She looked up into his thoughtful face with shining eyes. "'You think they would attempt further robbery and outlawry here?' I'm going to advise Engel to take the bulk of his money out of the bank, dig a hole and hide it, he answered, just to be sure in case we don't stop him. He knew that he had no time to waste tonight, and so as he had and Virginia entered the Engel's living room, 
He began immediately telling the banker what had happened and what he feared was set to happen. Engel listened gravely. Galloway is making his getaway tonight, Norton said, by way of conclusion. For every rifle he has a man. He has no reason to like you, and he knows that you carry more money in gold and banknotes than any other man in the country. The fact that Kid Rickard pulled the game the way he did this afternoon, shooting down Roberts, when there was no need of bloodshed, ought to be enough to show us that they're not going to draw the line anywhere this side of old Mexico. What are you planning? asked Engel. Sent for Brocky and all the men he can bring. They'll all come healed and ready for trouble, every one sworn in as a sheriff's deputy. I'll get every dependable man in San Juan into the saddle with a rifle inside half an hour. Before that, we'll have further word, or if not, we ride toward Mount Temple. I'm taking a gamble so far that that's their rendezvous, that the kid and his crowd will show up there. It was unnecessary for him to continue. Engel nodded and went for his rifle. Norton, turning toward Mrs. Engel and Virginia, was shocked by the look he saw in the eyes of the banker's wife. Glory! gasped Mrs. Engel, her hands gripped in front of her, her face paling. I thought she was in her room. When I missed her five minutes ago, I thought that she had slipped out and run to the hotel to see Virginia. Virginia hasn't seen her. Norton smiled and patted the two-clasped hand. Oh, Florrie will be all right, Mrs. Engel, he comforted her. We mustn't get nervous and begin to imagine things, must we? But no lessening of that look of fear came into the mother's eyes. Galloway was striking. Florrie was not to be accounted for. Though she turned quickly and went again through the house, the patio, and the rear gardens, she was apprehensively certain that she would not find Florence. Virginia came hurriedly to Norton, whispering, I'm afraid for a rod, I'm afraid. I have seen her and Jim Galloway together. I have known all along that he had an influence over her which he might exert if he wanted to. And just before Jim Galloway went to Mexico, Elmer saw them walk down the street together, stop and talk, together under the trees. Oh, I'm afraid for her, Rod. Engel's face was as white as chalk when a little later he came back into the room with his wife. His two hands were like rock upon his rifle. Florence isn't in the house, he announced, in a voice which, while calm, seemed not John Engel's voice. If she is in San Juan, it won't take a half hour to know it. I'm rather inclined to think that I'm just a fool, Rod Norton. My wife has told me that Galloway was looking at Florence in a way which means no good. I wouldn't believe. And now if... Norton had no reply to make. Florence's disappearance at a time like this might mean either a very great deal or nothing whatever. But as Engel had intimated, it would require a little time to learn if she were in San Juan and safe, and, as Norton had said, there was no time now to be wasted. Engel would institute inquiries immediately. Norton, his own work looming large before him, would prepare to meet Galloway's latest play. The sheriff decided promptly that it would be unwise to leave the town absolutely drained of men in whom he could put faith. It was always possible that either the entire crowd of Galloway's men or a smaller detachment might find their way here. Julius Straub, four armed men aiding him, was to be responsible for the welfare of women and children. If Galloway's stroke should turn out to be bolder and harder than it was now known, then Straub and his men had horses saddled and were to get their wards out of danger by hard riding. Norton was to post two men a few miles out as he rode north, and they were to report back to Straub in case of a necessity. These latter plans were made only at the moment before the sheriff's departure. 
A man sent by Brocky Lane had raced into San Juan Street, bringing fresh word. It began to appear that Galloway was working in conjunction with aid from below the border. Del Rio, with a score of men, Mexicans for the most part, who had dribbled into the country during the last few months, was reported to have swept down upon John Engle's ranches, and to be gathering herds of cattle and horses, starting the southward on the run. Three of Engle's cowboys had been shot down, a similar attack had been delivered upon other ranchers. The little town of Las Vegas had been looted, post office, store, and saloon safes dynamited, stock driven off to augment Del Rio's other herds. Further, the cowboys sent by Lane reported that a signal fire had been lighted in the mountains an hour ago, and that there had been another fire like an answer leaping up from the desert in the south. Word had also come to Lane that telephone messages hinted that Kid Rickard and his unit were working further outlawry along the county line, headed toward Mount Temple. There were seventeen armed horsemen in the street waiting for the word from Norton. I'll come back to you, he said quietly to Virginia, because after what you have done for me, I belong to you, if you want me. I want you, Rod, she answered steadily, and I know that you will come back to me. And now, kiss me good night. She clung to him a moment, then pushed him from her, and watched him swing up into the saddle and ride out among the men, who were pledged and sworn to do his bidding. As he did so, Engel came to him. "'Going with us, John?' asked Norton. "'No,' said Engel. "'I haven't found her yet. Rod, I'll try to pick up a trace of her here, and—' "'You'll send a man to me if you find her?' "'Yes,' Norton promised. "'And if Galloway has got her?' "'I know what to do, John,' said Norton gently. Then, without again looking back, he turned his horse toward the north. The seventeen men, riding two and three abreast, silent and grave for the most part, followed him. The moon shone upon their rifle barrels and made black, grotesque shadows underfoot. Against the northern sky, Mount Temple was lifted sharply outlined. From its crest, a leaping flame was stabbing at the stars, a new signal fire to be seen across many miles. End of chapter 24